Because I have a couple minutes here with uh, Danny Amendola, a legendary wide receiver, of course. Just now. walking through the just hallway. Walking through Good the to hallway. see you, man. Good yeah. Man. Right. It, is, I, it I, is four o'clock. Right. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, uh, I apologize for not knowing that you're on the uh, Raiders coaching staff. That was a volatile type of situation. We we love Antonio Pierce, and it was great to see that he got the job at the time with the, the Giants. You felt like that was probably the, the, right, the right move. No doubt. He's the best, dude. And, and he's just, you know, he's a player. He's been in the game for a long time. He, you know, he's, he, he understands the, um, you know, the week and, 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 and how we can go about practice and, and, and really put our, we won, we won a, a, a good portion of games there at the end. We finished just under 500, but at the same time, like he, he did a lot of great things for our for our uh, club, and everybody loves him, man. He's he's the best. So I was going to say the players all wanted him back, no doubt. So did Josh McDaniels bring you out here? Yeah, Josh. Josh brought me out. Yeah, Josh and Ziegler brought me out. Which they're you know I played for Josh for five six years, and then um, I wanted to, I, I you know I I I retired in twenty one. I wanted to uh, chill for a year, give my body a rest, and then see what I wanted to do. I do real estate stuff down in Austin, and then I wanted to, I wanted to feel that kind of um, you know game day vibe. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and be a part of something bigger than me. And, and, uh, you know, when you're out of the league, as you guys know, it's like, it, it, you know, you're, you're, you're around your boys all day and then, and then you're, you're, you're sitting at the house and it's like, all right, what am I, what am I doing here? So, uh, just being a part of, being a part of group, being a part of a organization, trying to get, trying to get these young cats ready to go is, is been awesome. So you and I uh, talking to Danny Amendola, uh, were you surprised that Bill Belichick did not get a job in this hiring cycle? I don't know. You know, I mean, he's obviously the the greatest ever. Um, you know, it, I don't, it's all preference, really. You know, what guys are looking for, what, what they want to bring in. I'm not really, uh, I don't know what's going on in the coaching world. Really, the carousel's crazy every year. And, you know, guys are just trying to, uh, you know, get their guys in the right place. <clears throat> obviously, he's one of the best ever to do it. And, um, you know. I, I would think that if he if, wants to coach, he could coach. If you're going to hire yeah. him, yeah, you got to clean out the whole building, right? I mean, he had some pretty tight, tight rules when it came to social media and things of that nature, uh, right? No question, yeah. I mean, he was, you know, he's military, you know, to the T. I think he's kind of changed since I've been gone too. So I've heard some stories. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I mean, he's changed a little bit. So, uh, you know, I loved playing for him. I loved, I loved, you know, every, I, I was a better player when I played for him. So. Um, you know, I think he turned down. Did he not turn down the job? Yeah, well, the Remy? Falcons. Your yes. mic again, yeah. there, Boomer. And, and, oh, I'm uh, sorry, it's the Falcons. Yes, yeah, right. I, I do believe they gave him the. They offered him the job, right? And they moved a couple guys around within the the organization, which right. I think Arthur Blank did that because yeah. of the conversations he had with Bill Belichick. But if Bill Belichick is coming in, he needs the building. He right, has that the building a certain way, yeah. as you know. It's like when you fly first class, you don't want to go back to coach. You know no, exactly. Yeah. And that's what he's been doing all these years. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, you know, look, you had Tom Brady, you had him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I always say the most important relationship in any professional sports organization in the United States is the head coach and the quarterback. Without question. Right? Yeah. So, like, what... What 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 happened that it split in your eyes? Why did that great pairing end up splitting? I mean, at the end of the day, as a business, like Bill Bill runs a tight ship, as you know. Contractually, there's guys taking pay cuts on a daily basis out there. I mean, it, in my regard, I played with Tom. I was I was there. I left before Tom left too. So, um, you know, honestly, like I took a pay cut. 
three years in a row to play with Tom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, I so could, they came to you and said, hey, yeah, you want to yeah. stay here, you got to take less money. Oh, 100%. That kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, but at the end of the day, I was playing in, in early February, so... Yeah, yeah. I know, but you were like a very productive... You were like the yeah, first no, of the I, real yeah, productive slots to, receivers. Yeah, yeah. So by the, by the end of my career there, I was honestly playing to get out and, and, and make my money on the streets. And then um, that's the nature of the business, man. You know how the NFL works. Like, if yeah. you know... you. It, it, you'd love to be a part of a team that could push for championships, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you got to take care of your family as well. All right. So uh, I feel like we just got uh, the call that it's time. Uh, it's time for you love to it. go. Uh, the last <laughs> thing I will say before you go, the, the hot tub video, you were in that with Gronk, the oh, one yeah. that the Brady sent. Did you see this one? It was, Gronk, now? It was Gronk and Danny and who else was in Edel that? Edelman. Edelman. I think, yeah. Yeah, Edelman. Yeah. And then they're all, they're like, Tom, where are you? And they're all in the hot tub together shirtless. <laughs> then Tom yeah. responds back, goes, yeah, there's enough shirtless dudes in that hot <laughs> yeah. I don't need to be there. Yeah. So that was, that was tremendous. All right, enjoy the rest of your night. Pleasure, Thanks fellas. for stopping yeah, by, Danny. Absolutely. Thank you, awesome. Danny's Julian. <laughs> Danny, great to see you, man. Nice Thank you, you so guys. much, man. All right. Yeah, very cool. Look at that's that. pretty nice for him to stop yeah. by like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's tremendous. And, you know, and he's got his crap together. <laughs> he's Danny Amendola, man. He's a champion. Yes, he is. He has his crap together for sure. Could you imagine just walking around Las Vegas looking like that guy? My oh God. my God! Yeah, well, what a life he must be living. I mean, yeah, I, it's amazing. I I didn't even realize who was on the coaching staff of the Raiders. Neither, I wonder if they I. kept him. I'm not sure if they did or not. You know, it's like uh, when I looked in the monitor, how much uglier <laughs> I was once he sat down next to me. I was like, wow! I thought I looked okay. I'm like, whoa! So you know, his I wasn't going to bring this up, and Fleegs reminded me too. Yeah, but his uh, his ex girlfriend is now with Christian McCaffrey. Yes. So I wonder, oh. he was like asking if he's, is he rooting for Kansas City? I don't think I'd bring that up, sore spot. That little scuttlebutt on that too. What? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what a morning. Yes, it was. Now, the only scuttlebutt on that is that when, back when Olivia Coppola, right? Yeah. She was living in New York, I think. Our buddy Lee was on the train with her. Okay. And uh, Lee was drinking some... Some what the heck was I'm just thinking uh, super coffee. Okay, remember super coffee? It's yeah, still yeah. around, still very popular. And she wanted to try it. She had never seen it before. Yeah, yeah. So Lee was sitting across, okay, of her on the plant on the uh, on the train, and ended up giving her some super coffee. I think she ended up doing some influencer stuff for super coffee. Oh wow, look at that! And Lee so get she, a cut. Uh, Lee did not get a cut, <laughs> but Lee basically said that she couldn't have been any nicer. Now this was before. The Christian McCaffrey stuff. I think it was when she and you know Danny were together. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Danny's up there as as probably one of the most attractive football players in the last decade or so. Jimmy, like Jimmy Garoppolo? Garoppolo is is he's in there. Your, I think your mic again. Yeah, Tom no, Brady. My, my mic is on. No, 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 light. Yeah, no, yeah now it is. Yeah, it was right. not no, I was going to say moment. Tom Brady with the new hair. Yeah, but wasn't Tom. she? He also linked to Kay Adams, or is that a different? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You missed an opportunity. Yeah, I did. I had forgotten about that. Eek. They were in Pound Town. I'm Boomer Geo coming to you live from the Travel and Build Ford Tub studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network from the Blue Wire Studios here at the Win Las Vegas. Just a, it's a feel good football Friday. It doesn't even feel like a feel good football Friday, but it is. It's the last one of the season, man. And we'll finally get our picks out there into the ethos. Although, you know, it's funny. You, the, with the Drew show, they tried to get your pick. And then you kind of, you said, listen, I can't, I can't do it. 
And then she tried again, and you diverted her away from it. You never divulged your pick on that show. Well, I will do that on this show to, today. And I normally, unless I find something out during the week, yeah, it's usually exactly what I do on Sunday. Sure. You know, and I also have that Mike Valenti kickoff show that we you do. Gotta, you got to get a so pick I in there. So I, I got to get that pick. I try to be consistent. It's tough. Yes. Well, it's not as hard when it's only one game. But when there's, you know, a million <laughs> games, it's tough. You know, and you change yes, your mind uh, sometimes. Unless something happens, you know. And for those people out there gambling, you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I'm getting the Chiefs with points. How am I not taking the Chiefs with points? Now, is that a message being sent like the other way? Yes. Like, the, this, the line's speaking to you. All right. Speaking to you. See, I... like. I'm very curious to hear what Valenti has to say about this because he studies these lines like crazy. But for me, I, I this is why I'm not a great sports gambler is because too emotional. I'm too emotional. Like I wanted the Bills to beat the Chiefs. So I bet the Bills. I wanted the Ravens to beat the Chiefs. So I bet the Ravens. Now I feel like such an idiot for betting against the Chiefs that now I have to bet the Chiefs and chances <laughs> are I'll probably lose that one too. You know, I think what you need to do is I think you need to stay consistent because this will be three weeks in a row. You're going to lose three weeks in a row. Sooner or later, it's got to flip, right? Yeah, so you, you're telling me that I got to go against the Chiefs again? I I would think. Do we have, like, all right, so it's going to be me. Jerry's not going to be there. Me, Eddie, Al at the game. Are we throwing our support behind one of these two teams? Because I... I like rooting with a with a contingent. I like a like a high five here or something like that. You know, maybe put a little something on the game, not anything crazy to make us kind of be together. Do we have? What do you think our our play is going to be? I, I feel like I could go hard for either team. So whoever we decide on, I can. I have a re, I have a good reason to root for right. either one. Okay. Buzz or no buzz? I say buzz. Uh, you felt buzz all week. Well, buzz for this game for yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, I mean, this okay. is a great matchup. Eddie, what do you think? Uh, the, the Niners, even though they're favored, they feel like an under, underdog to yeah, me. Yeah. So I go Niners. Oh, wow. Okay. By the way, <laughs> you know what's really cool for you? Did you see who's doing the ceremonial coin toss? I did not. This is going to be awesome. You are... Spock? Neil deGrasse... <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, no, no. <laughs> so you are going to be in the building at a Super Bowl to watch one of your childhood football heroes do the ceremonial coin oh, toss. Man. Uh, 50, it's, it's got to be a Raider. No, no, no. no it's not a Raider. Danny? No, 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 no. no. Larry Zonka. Oh, wow. Larry Zonka is going to do it. So I think that is, that is very cool. It's, I think it's the, I don't know. 50 year anniversary, anniversary of Super Bowl eight. Yeah, there you go. Dolphins, okay. Vikings yeah. at uh, Houston's Rice Stadium. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, hello. Uh, that is, uh, that's pretty good. You probably remember that game better than Larry does. No, I that was before my football consciousness, so I've never seen them win. Oh, okay. All right, but still, Larry Zonka to you, big so, deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. I have to say, very nice picture of you yesterday transversing the mountains with snow on it. Yeah, it was snowing for the whole first uh, I mean, look at part that. of my trip. I mean, look at that photo, man. I know, I said that's Eddie Scazzeri's thirst trap. It's up there on oh, there uh, is, CBS yes. Sports Network now. Yeah, that was a very sexy selfie that you were sending out there. So how uh, how far away was this? And how miles. did you? How, all right, so you drove there, yes, sir. And then what? Just walked, and I yeah, I hiked for about uh, three hours or so. Okay, about <laughs> a little over. It should have been a little over five miles. So it was closer to. 
five and a half because I lost the trail <laughs> in the snow a few times. I had to backtrack, but all good. No mountain lions or any of that stuff. Uh, I did see some sort of a you know raptor bird. Uh, raptor bird? Yeah, like a, I don't know if it was a hawk or a juvenile eagle or something like that. Yeah, uh, and then no other you know animal life. I heard a few other smaller <coughs> birds, and one uh, mountain biker came up behind me, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> but was it uh, cold? Uh, it was chilly, especially early, because I was on the trail about nine ten, um, and it was a little in the in the snow. It was cold early, but then once you start going uphill, you you get warm and all good. I asked him. I said, "Do you have any pictures of you out there without your face in it?" You know, he took three pictures, selfies. I wanted to see some of the scenery up there. You didn't take any of the pictures. Yeah, well, I was trying to get some of the, but the, with the <clears throat> clouds and the light, it was not a great day or time of day for scenic vistas. Yeah. Well, so, it's not like me when we're playing golf and I'm taking pictures. Yeah. Like a, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I said off the air, but yes, you took a lot of pictures. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I see that you put them out there. What do you mean I put them out there? I Well, you put them out there on X. I sent you yeah. a couple pictures. Yeah. You put them out there on X. Yeah, you take a lot of pictures, which is great. Because yeah, it makes, you, means I don't have to take a lot of pictures. Right. And you send them to me. It's perfect. Yeah, you didn't give me, you know, photo credit. Photo credit or anything. It's like, so people thought like you were the one that was taking the pictures. Well, I actually, well, the one picture that I put out there was my picture. Oh, it was. It was. Yep. That's right. Because I, I went and grabbed my phone and took that picture. By the way, so Eddie, when we were at, uh, about to walk to the forum shops where the Breitling event is. And I'm like, do we want to walk or do we want to take a car? And he's like, no, we'll, we'll walk. And he's, but I did have to take a pain pill earlier and my knee collapsed on me in the hotel room. So, but I feel fine now. And I was like, All right, we're getting a car. No, not in the hotel, on the trail. Oh, on the trail, it collapsed. When I okay. lost, when I lost the trail and I had a backtrack, I had to go over some snow covered rocks and I went down. <laughs> oh, you went fully down? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. See, I, I'm telling you. This hiking stuff is dangerous. By yourself, you're out there? Yes, but I, I made sure <laughs> I picked a trail that was sort of close to civilization, even though it felt really remote. I had cell signal the whole time. Okay. So, unless I actually, you know. Do we need felt- to get you like a life alert? Uh, <laughs> no. We get you like a life alert. Yeah. Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, I just wanted to pick something not too remote. So, you know, coyotes didn't uh, just- eat my bloated corpse. <laughs> yeah. <it> was- <laughs> No, I'm picturing like this, this group of coyotes feeding on you like lions to a zebra in Africa. You're so wow, 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 wow. Please put me out of my misery. <laughs> feeding my off my bloated corpse. Oh, that's horrible, Eddie. Well, I'm glad you got up and you finished your hike. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I, after I went down, I was like, you're all right, because I didn't hit my head and cut my leg up pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, you did. You know, I think Jerry yeah. does have a point here about, like, how Boomer might be picking on him a little bit too much because, like, the whole hitting the face in the golf ball thing and dying, how you say it was epic. Eddie almost died in the mountains here in Las Vegas hiking, and then coyotes almost ate his bloated corpse. Well, that's a you know, big I leap. Say, but if, if that was that epic. That would have been epic. I would, if, by that, the way. if that did happen, and Jerry did kill himself with a golf ball, <laughs> we would have stories forever. Yeah. And we could go back and forth between the two of them. When I was on my way down to the ground, that popped into my head. <laughs> epic, uh, epic death ready yes. in the mountains.
Friday live from the Blue Wire Studios here at Win Las Vegas. Jerry Recco is back and he's got more sports for us. What's going on, Jerry? Well, good morning to you. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So you had the NFL Honors uh, program last night. We got all the awards and all sorts of different things. So I'm going to bring you a few uh, clips from last night. Uh, first things first. So Keegan Michael Key is that it, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the friend uh, of the show. Did the show with you? Fill, Boomer, you fill love in, him. Fill right? in co-host Keegan Michael Key. Yes, that's right. So Warren Geo fan. So he was the host yes. of this last night, okay. uh, and he had fun at some people's expense, of course, including one big name in NFL circles. There has never been a season like this, everybody. I mean, who'd have thought we'd see a year when Taylor Swift went to more playoff games than Bill Belichick? <laughs> I kind of like the Tommy DeVito <laughs> thing he did. So that's coming up now. Coming All back right. from break, uh, we see him sitting down. Tommy DeVito is right next to him. This is long, obviously, about 40 seconds or so. And this is how they, they take it back. I am here with Tommy DeVito. Such an incredible story from last season. Tommy, you were undrafted. You lived with your parents. And against <laughs> all odds... You ended up leading your beloved Giants on a winning streak. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's really just, it's funny how things work out. Funny? Yeah, you know, funny. Funny. Funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? No, what? No, no, I just, I mean, you know, I just funny, like, like how unexpected your story is, you know, funny. No, I don't know. You said it. Funny how? Tell me. Do I amuse you? Get out of here, Tommy. You almost got me. Oh, you got... Okay. This guy over here. <laughs> so their little play on Goodfellas. Wow. <laughs> which was received very well by many. Yeah, it was uh, I mean, not very amused at all. <laughs> oh, Tommy's acting in that whole thing was horrendous. Well, no, you know? he is a football player. I know. But Sean Stellato, by the way, was around. He was there last night. And he was out bopping around Radio Row, still trying was to he really? milk his five minutes of fame. <laughs> you know? It's 4 30 now. He still could be out there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sean Stellato. <laughs> What a guy. What a moment in time that was, huh? You also had the awards. Uh, Lamar Jackson wins the MVP. Almost got all the first place votes, 49 to 50. And then you've got C.J. Stroud. He was the offensive player of the, the rookie offensive player of the year. Uh, he was outstanding, although he, you know, stood up there and, and lied to the youth of America. This honor means a lot. And to whatever, whatever kid that's out here watching, you can do anything you put your mind to, man. Uh, I'm a living testimony to uh, perseverance and just trusting your goals and your dreams. And I just thank God for this. Thank y'all. Yeah, except that you really can't. I mean, it's great to strive for it, but I you mean, can't tell why every are you shooting you down a positive message you from make, a you rookie quarterback no, that you won rookie of the year. <laughs> you don't know what his life must have been like. <laughs> it has nothing to do with him. He blatantly lied to the youth of America. No, he didn't. He was trying to inspire the <laughs> yes, youth of America. Yes, it's very inspiring, and you should aspire to do great things. does not mean you'll do them all. Really? So I was uh, reading uh, some of the posts that were sent, about, uh, sent to us from X, and there is one guy that basically says that you guys should have known better about this golf course you played at yesterday. Why, the reviews were good, though, and no. the photos were great. Hey, this yeah. guy, Danny, let's sports talk D. Okay, that's his uh, handle. <laughs> Says that uh, the reviews for that golf course, even by Birdie's guy, what's I don't know what Birdie's guides what are. Is. Uh, talk about how awful it is, and that you guys did not do your homework. I I, I don't know. I, the Google reviews were fine. They the were. pictures look great. 
So much so that I had booked a second round there, thinking it would be okay. And I also, I thought by price too, like I looked at a couple of other ones that were cheaper and I'm thinking it's Super Bowl week. If something's 70 bucks, it's going to be crap. I thought almost $200, I thought it would have been a a decent price for a a good course. I'm surprised you didn't play the wind golf course here. Yes. We tried that one day, right. and that was that was the end of they that. They shot us down. Shot us down. I was ready <laughs> to do they it. shoot you down. It was one oh seven, and they said the last tee timeout was one p.m. And they sent all the caddies home, and then it rained two days straight, and then we had plans the rest yeah. of the day. It's six hundred bucks to play. There. So I did get to look at it every day. It's right out my window. Uh, Jerry won a, uh, a you know a grand as his Rutgers beat uh, my man. Yeah, but I don't still have that money. I've spent some of it. You have? Of course, I have. Oh, why wouldn't I? We do eat and drink and do things. I know. Like Why are you so surprised that Jerry spent money? Ooh. Well, I, I thought he would spend it on playing golf at Wynn. That's what I was thinking. No. Like, like we mentioned, Sunday we came in. We had extra time. We All tried right. to play okay. the wind course. Okay. It rained Monday and Tuesday. We had golf Wednesday. We had <clears> golf <throat> Thursday. Sunday was the day. Sunday was the day. Right. Sunday was so, the day. And they said those, no. uh, those golf pants that you wear, are they, um, are they <laughs> weatherproof? Like, are they waterproof? Uh, they are, as a matter of fact, are, yes. I, I felt like you yes. were wearing your rain pants. No, no, not rain pants at all. But they are no. waterproof. Uh, no, I don't know if they're, they're water- waterproof. They're golf pants. I don't know what the hell they are. Okay. Should we add Jerry's list to the, Jerry's pants to the list of things that Boomer will not let go of? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> matter of fact, if you'd like, since his forehead's so big, you can just put it a, oh. uh, over his forehead <laughs> as a reminder when he looks at himself on the monitor. So Jerry's pants, <laughs> golf ball to the face. Nets are relevant. What else can we go with? <laughs> Durant. Jerry Jones. Durant death. Death. Jerry Jones. Death. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to Woody I Johnson. Am pay- I am paying attention to you. I know you are. Yes. Yes, I know you are. Very much so. <laughs> Was that whole thing, did I hear right, that he wanted you to die yesterday in the mountains? Yeah, and then my corpse eaten by coyotes. Oh, God. <laughs> right. about that? Could have had a guy kill himself with his own golf ball and another guy get eaten by coyotes. Within, like, the same 12-month period. It would have been great. <laughs> what, what what conversation we would have. It would have been great. And every time we stepped on the golf course, we could have had that same thought. Let me ask you this. Don't hit the ball into the tree. Right. <laughs> when Paul Olden said, Boomer's not moving, <laughs> you were laying there face down on the turf in Buffalo. Yes. Would that have been epic for your family? <laughs> D- dying, doing what you love to do? Yes. Yes, I think it would have been. Oh, I'm sure the family would have loved that. <laughs> if, if, Eddie, if Eddie died the mountains and got eaten by coyotes, what would be the biggest news source to to print that story? Buffalo announcing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that the post, yeah. I think the post Sure. Right about it. Of course. Maybe you- the Staten Island advance that I used to deliver. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like Newsday, but anything bigger than the Post? I think CBS News. CBS yes. News? I would, part I would of the think, family. I would think on our show here, you know, the bottom scrawl we have there, it would probably say, you know, Eddie Scazzeri unfortunately was eaten by coyotes <laughs> and is no longer a part of the show. I don't think they do like that. Update and they would do that in red. <laughs> I think ESPN would cover it, but in print, in the print form, it wouldn't have his name. It would be like radio producer or uh, dies at Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, okay. And you'd have to like go four paragraphs in before you saw Eddie's name. Uh, right. Hominid associated with Boomer Esiason. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dead. Eaten by coyotes. Would you Would you read the whole story or only the first three paragraphs? <laughs> I would uh, dig in because yes. I'd like to see who it was. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. So you think ESPN.com, CBSSports.com, the New York Post. And all of them would pick it up. Your name was mentioned in the article, right? Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about the what about the New York Times? The New York Times would throw that in there? No shot. No. Oh, if they knew who you were, they would. It'd be buried in the athletic portion where like local sure. sports news for New York. Yeah, athletic. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Andrew Marshan would do a column on you. That's <laughs> Ah, yeah, I think that I think it would be bigger news than you think. I, I think can, the, I can go back out there today. <laughs> yes. well, I'm glad you weren't eaten by coyotes. Yes. Thank you. And you made it back safely. Good Lord. Although you did say the trail, you got a little lost on the trail. I did because I'm used to hiking in the east where it's v- fairly obvious and there's blazes, a uh, mountain desert trail, no blazes. And then the snow kind of obscured it a bit, which he is used, you used an app to get back. Uh, no, right. well, I have a trail uh, app, all trails, and it kind of navigates for you, but I was not paying attention. I thought it was obvious, and then all of a sudden it was not, and I had to then backtrack, and that's when I went down. He told me when he got back to the hotel and took a nap, he had to wear his pants because he was still bleeding and didn't want to bleed on the bed. That's correct. Bleeding from <laughs> what? I tore up my leg pretty good. He fell. Walk it? Oh, he I fell. didn't know that. Yeah, when I got off trail and I had to mm. sort of backtrack. Dude, what? Wow. You were by yourself. <clears throat> yes. What if you broke an ankle and couldn't walk? I was close enough to, and I had cell service. It wasn't oh, like a right. remote, remote area. You I could have found you frozen to death out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another that's, thing. By the way, look, breaking Eddie Scazzeri, <laughs> eaten by coyotes. Oh, no. <laughs> Great job, CBS Sports Network. That is awesome. Yeah, as uh, long as his wife's not watching, it's the yeah, first right. thing she puts yeah, on, the, right. on the TV. <laughs> I do. I, I just got to tell you, you still alive? <laughs> oh, you know, the amazing God. thing is with your leg bleeding. I mean, you know, they can smell that. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. It's true. Uh, so why didn't you like clean out the wound and get some sort of bandage Sad. on it? Yeah, right. Like, well, I knew I was going to be hopping in the shower for the boomer event, so I figured, nah, just take care just of it then. Bleed through my jeans on the hotel bed? No, no, I no, it wasn't that bad, but it was still sort of weeping, as they say, weeping or seeping, and <laughs> uh, <like> he's crying, <laughs> oozing. Yes, oozing. so I didn't want to get the sheets bloody, so. <laughs> How gross! <laughs> he's up here oozing <laughs> at the moment. This is ooze, oh, man. Boy. All right. Anyway, well, Woody Johnson, were you going to play him like 10 minutes ago? <laughs> um, I was. I can save him for next hour. I want to play you this if we can. Skip the next two Woody's, Ed, if you can, and talk about... That sounded really weird. <laughs> um, you think you've made it, right? When you get to the NFL, you win Coach of the Year, you really think you made it. Yeah. And then <laughs> as you go up to accept your award, you hear this. And the AP Coach of the Year presented Verizon is... Steven Stefanski. <laughs> or maybe you didn't make it. And they wow. don't know who you are. Wow. Maybe that was his brother. Uh, uh, no, that was uh, that was actor Justin Hartley. All right. Well, so it was Kevin Stefanski, obviously. Well, yeah, but he obviously was opening up a, an envelope that, that said, said Steven in it. Right. It said Steven. So it wasn't it wasn't even. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, was, it wasn't even. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even his fault. Someone I, else screwed it up. I did not vote for Kevin Stefanski. Ooh, I voted for Dan Campbell. Okay, nice. I mean, I thought he did something that no Lions coach has done for how long? How long has it been? Thirty yeah. something years. Or well, winning yeah. the division, even yeah, right. And I think long he's uh, he certainly has put a f- 
face on that franchise, and that will be one of the hot franchises going into the 2024 season. No doubt. Who won Defensive Player of the Year? Miles Garrett, yes, okay. of the Browns. Um, they also had a, they had another award too. They won All like Defensive Player of the Year. Joe Flacco. Oh, that's right. Comeback Player of the Year. Comeback. That's right. Yeah, that's right. right. I mean, so. Demar Hamlin died on a freaking. Uh, I mean, how is he not Comeback Player of the Year? Because Joe Flacco was on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, by the way, uh, you could say Lamar Jackson could have been comeback player of the year because he got hurt, didn't play in the playoffs last year, and then came back, won an MVP. Mm-hmm. True. He did win MVP. Though. I did vote for, I, I couldn't vote for a guy that only played five games and wasn't coming off of an injury. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I was right. Being with the Jets is worse than death. <laughs> right. And he came back. Next hour, Woody Johnson. Also, we will play What's That Sound? All right. That'll be coming up next hour, too. Love that. That's Nick-related, and uh, the Devils lost and the Islanders did win. For Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network, what do you make of the modern-day Hall of Fame inductees uh, that we saw yesterday? None of them, you know, I, you know my take on Hall of Fames. I am so happy for the people that get in there for them. And that's what it's all about. And I never want to say that this guy doesn't deserve this thing because it's such a huge accomplishment. Uh, Hello. Hello. May I speak with Boomer, please? I'm Boomer Esiason. I'm calling to tell you that not one lousy writer voted for you for the Hall of Fame. Not one. Have a great day. Go screw. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with you, man. I, I look, a lot of these guys have been waiting for a while. Uh, Julius Peppers was the only first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's a logjam of a lot of great players right now. Like, to me, like a guy like Torrey Holt should be in there. Yeah, so Andre Johnson, we we talked about this last week or earlier this week, that, that Andre Johnson was one of those logjam wide receivers yes. along with Torrey Holt. And Andre Johnson did get in, Torrey Holt not uh, in this Eventually, year. Eventually, he will get in, and I don't ever want to diminish what he was a part of. Because he was a part of one of the great offenses in, in the history of the NFL, the greatest show on turf out there in St. Louis. But you know what I think of all these guys, every single one of them deserves it. I don't know what to tell you. They had longevity. At one point in time, they were the best players at their respective positions. Uh, the Patrick Willis one was a slam dunk for me. Uh, it reminds me of the guys that they got there now in San Francisco. And and it was interesting talking with uh, Howie Long and Chris Long, his son, both defensive players, they're talking about how if you don't have active linebackers on a defense, you're not going to be very good. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's great to have the defensive line and the edge rushers. They're all fantastic. But that second line of defenders, those linebackers that make tackles like Patrick Willis does or did, uh, is one of the reasons why those 49er defenses, when he played there, were so good. And he retired relatively early, did he? He did. He yeah. did. Yes. I mean, it was something like at, at 30, I think. Something yeah, I think he probably could have played a few more years, but it's a beating, man. Take a beating. Yeah, those guys, man. Oh, God. I was looking at C.J. Mosley last night, and he's just, he just—he looks great. But I just think about the violence in which he plays and throws that body around, uh, and I just—it's—it's it's incredible. And you got to remember when he was at Baltimore before he became a New York Jet. I—I wanted—he might have been an All Pro. I think I know he was an All Star. Yeah, uh, a Pro Bowl player. But I think he was an All Pro. Um, and I'll tell you, he's—he's he's the captain of the Jet defense. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you sit there and you talk to him like we did last night, yeah, I mean, he couldn't have been a nicer guy. Yeah, I feel terrible for him to be honest with you, because this guy works his ass off. 
He's on a defense that's pretty good. He's a true pro. Now, he, he made a bunch of money, free agency, so he's doing well for himself. Sure. But for, but he's a guy who wants to win, and he's stuck in this just... But he'll never complain. Yeah. Like, you know, that he doesn't come off as a guy that is going to be bitching and complaining about not being, you know, on a winning team. Like, he's going to try to get it. I, I was saying last night, could you imagine if the Jets had made it here this year with Aaron Rodgers? I, I mean, it already is crazy, and we have two of the best teams that deserve to be here. Don't get me wrong. But if they would have made it here, I'd say against the Jets versus the Lions. Now, buzz or no buzz, Al? Very much buzz. Yeah, just because it's two franchises that haven't been here, and that would have been an unbelievable like storylines. Aaron Rodgers versus the Lions again and all, and Dan Campbell and everything else. I mean, well, we almost had... We could add Browns Lions. That was a one that would have been. A, that was another one. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a one that two teams that have. Uh, the problem never with done that it. is that, and, and not to take anything away from Joe Flacco and what he's done and everything. I mean, like you don't want to me. You want young, fresh, or guys that are in the middle of a dynasty type of quarterbacks at these games. But that would have been remarkable. Old men, Joe Flacco. After all those years, he was a Super Bowl MVP, comes off the couch to take the Cleveland Browns, a team that's never won a Super Bowl, to a championship. And by the way, the Browns and the Ravens connection, too. I mean, that would be insane. Like, I know he's boring as hell, but and I, I couldn't stand watching him with the Jets, but that would have been something. I don't know. I just, to me, the story in this particular Super Bowl was the dynasty of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes as we're living through the Patrick Mahomes era of the NFL. And then you have this upstart, last pick in the draft, quarterback from the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy. And, you know, it's just, to, to me, and the way that he has played and the numbers he's put up and the discussions that are surrounding him, the fact that the teammates feel like they have to defend him because some jackass somewhere says, you know, he's a system quarterback. I mean, shut up. Like somebody who's never actually been, you know, you know, in the fire, doesn't understand all the nuances of making sure that the snap is at the right spot, all the different formations, the checks at the line of scrimmage, the throws down the field, using your athleticism when you need to use it, not relying on it all the time and playing the position the way it's supposed to be played. I would tell you that Brock Purdy did all of that and more this year.